1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to our December 30th, our New Year's Eve Eve uh, version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter. I'm the head soccer coach for the girls and the boys at De La Salle and the director of coaching at Soccer Innovations. And, yes, uh, uh, all you club people, I know what you're thinking right now. This is your last week off before you really have to crank up club soccer and get the scheduling done, go to the AGM and all that stuff. We just never, never get a break okay uh but uh soccer is awesome so uh, let's go with it we always start off our show with a prayer in the name of father son holy spirit amen Dear God, but thank you for club soccer and for high school soccer and that we're getting along in odp soccer as well i pray that we'll be able to continue to develop the talent in louisiana this show can get continually Give the teams, the coaches, and the players the credit that they're due that they're not getting in the mainstream media. And I thank you for the blessings that you've shown upon this show as we go on um, with all the obstacles that we have faced throughout the last nine years. Anyhow, we pray that this show be a good one, and we pray that we give you honor and glory with not only the show, but but the way we participate on the field. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Well, everybody, uh, we have a really good show for you today. Instead of going through the scores and the top ten, um, I'm gonna really we're gonna focus really our attention on on four interviews of of, of teams throughout the state, yeah, so you can get a kind of a grip. On uh, what's going on and tr- we try to keep doing that uh, throughout the year uh, with our show anybody can look at the scores of course you know we analyze them from time to time but really these tournament scores are kind of misleading um, uh, because you have fatigue and uh, and travel and and there's just no way in the world in, in in the state championship rounds that you're gonna play two really good teams on the same day so that just doesn't happen so uh, instead of going through the plethora of scores, are really going to just talk to you, talk to um, four of the coaches that have a lot of say-so as to what's going on. Uh, one of them, of course, is defending state champion Coach Mark Matlock at Loyola Prep. He's going to be our first coach that so we're going to talk to. The second coach we're going to talk to, uh, the head coach, uh, decided to... Uh, Bow down and let uh, his assistant coach talk, and we're going to be talking to Cattle Magnets Annie Jones. And so, hopefully, uh, before we get to the fourth segment, you're going to have a good uh, idea as to, at least from the girls' angle, uh, as to what's going on in North Louisiana. Then we're going to take take a peek at the Baton Rouge area. We talked to uh, Santa Mont's coach Adrian Garcia in Division One for the boys. And uh, he's pretty much played everybody who is anybody around that area, and he's going to give us a little synopsis of what's going on there. And we talked to Roger Cap at the very end of our last segment. Uh, he's going to be talking about Division Three level uh, soccer in the Baton Rouge area and who really we need to be looking out for. And 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 uh, and it's really three really good interviews, not very lengthy, very worth your, your listen. And uh, we love to hear what you have to say uh, if you think we're missing our coach or a player that we should be interviewing get in touch with us at mnfutbol on twitter and on facebook and uh this is your show without you this show's not even worth doing i appreciate the 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 audience that we have week in and week out um i'd appreciate if you would consider supporting the show you can support the show by going to anchor fm anchor.fm and and writing our um Call letters. That's uh, Monday Night Football with the U F U T B O L, and appreciate all the support you can give us. Um, and anyway, uh, we're going to keep on being on there as long as we can. Anyway, we're going to take a break and pay a bill or two. Uh, these these shows are not free. And then when we come back, uh, we'll be talking to Coach Matt Locke on Monday Night Football. Your voice for you, soccer. We'll see you after the break. Take care. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We're pleased to have on the line uh, one of the best coaches in the state, Coach Mark Maclock. Uh Welcome to the show, Coach.
2: Thank you. Appreciate you having me.
1: All right. It looks like y'all are undefeated right now. Uh, how's it feel?
2: It uh, feels good. You know, uh, we had a great year last season, um, graduating 10 seniors uh, from last year in that state championship team. So, uh, we had definitely some questions coming into the season, um, so really happy with the start so far, um, being undefeated, playing against some good competition.
1: Who do you think was your best competition so far?
2: Uh, we had some good games. We had a, a close 2-1 win over St. Joe's, um, a, a fun shootout against Central Lafouche. That was a 5-3 win for us, um, a good game against San Monica with a 2-0 win, so um uh, we've played a lot of good teams from different divisions, um, which for me is important in terms of, you know, trying to get ready for the playoffs.
1: Okay. And um and so it seems like your team basically picked up where they left off, even though you lost all those seniors.
2: Yeah, they've done a good job. You know, we we've had a, a core of players that that played last year, but um, it's been really exciting to see some of the younger kids. I've got some freshmen and sophomores that are are starting now that didn't get a lot of time last year. And um, so it's been really fun, especially defensively. We lost three um, All-State players, including the defensive player of the year that had played and started pretty much every game for the last four years that graduated. So, um, you know, we had some concerns defensively coming into the season, um, but our younger players have stepped up and, and really done a good job. We've had Ten shutouts out of those fourteen games with only nine goals against so far, so uh, we, we've got things to work on still, but um, it's it's been a better start than anticipated.
1: Okay, and uh, how do you stay hungry with all of this change and 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 the success that you've had?
2: Well, I think that one of the things you know, this we, I've been fortunate to be in, in four finals in the seven years I've been there, and. Uh, I think we lost the first three, so that's always something that, you know, is a motivating factor of trying to get over that hump, and um, last year was, was awesome to, to finally be able to win one of those, but, you know, I think it's seeing the the cycle of players come through, and, and you, you get attached to those kids, and, you know, when you get a senior class every year, you, you want that for them, and, and you want to see them succeed, and um, so I think that's something that, you know, as a coach, I'm always thinking of how I can get better personally as a coach, how the players can get better and, you know, just become something that's a part of your lifestyle and something you do every day. And I think all of us, as I'm sure you know, that our, our soccer coaches are a little uh, obsessive when it comes to, to the season and the games. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm looking at power rankings and everybody's schedule. And, you know, it takes me a good two weeks to recover, uh, get off L.A. prep after the season's over, I go into withdrawal. so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Understood. And uh, do you think the power rankings are really uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing, or or do you think we should tweak it a little bit more?
2: Um, I think that in the end, they they get pretty close. I I do feel like there's always some outlier teams that, you know, are, are ranked either too high or too low based on either the geography or you know creative scheduling if you want to call it um but i think for the most part it does get pretty close i, I know for like in our division if you look at the current power rankings you look at ULab, lab who is sitting at nine or eight or nine and there's no way they're an eight or nine i think everyone knows they're they're a favorite to, to win this year and probably the favorite to win so you know i think it works itself out the longer you go it's um And for those that don't play tough competition, you you ultimately get found out in the playoffs. So it's not perfect, but I think it's good. I I, I definitely think that we need to tweak something in terms of a team can lose to you and get more points than you get for beating them. I don't really agree with that, especially in a district game that you're forced to play. Um, That's one of the main tweaks I'd like to see.
1: Amen, brother. And uh, it looks like y'all decided to play only three tournaments, correct? Uh,
2: actually, we've got the Elite Invitational coming up this weekend, so we will we will see Dominican, St. Thomas More, and Ben Franklin this weekend. So
1: holy cow! Yeah. <laughs>
2: so uh, merry Christmas to us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, gotcha. And, and look, right, right, not too far away from you, Captain Shreve. Wow, that was a one nothing game. How tough was that?
2: You know they've got a new coach this year. Uh, he moved in from the Houston area, Coach Lane, uh, and he's done a great job of, of kind of breeding some new, getting some new life into the program. And um, he's he's got them very organized, which is is something I think that is a benefit to them. They they played very defensive against us, but um, you know as a coach that that's what you do. You know you don't see teams come out and play Barcelona and try and press them and and make it a you know, a game like that. So they sat in and defended very well, very organized, made it difficult for us to break them down. Um, we we outshot them by a lot, but at the end of the day it was a close game and they had a chance, a couple chances to win, including a missed penalty against us. So wow. he's done a good job of, of you know really getting them organized and having a good a good plan of attack. So
1: Okay. Uh, well before we go, you have any messages to everybody, especially down yonder below like Ten? Uh, about the season?
2: Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we we travel a lot to play those teams, just like Bird and, and some of those other teams from up here. You know, we know that we need to see those teams if we're going to be ready for the playoffs. So I guess I would say, you know, the quality level, I'm excited about what I'm seeing in, in North Louisiana. Some of the teams that, you know, haven't been perennial powerhouses are starting to venture further away from the north. You look at Benton and West Washtenaw. Sterlington, You know, Shreve and mag- kind of magnet now going down to all these tournaments. Um, I think a lot of the, the teams up here are putting more resources into their teams. And that's, you know, that's been a, a good, a good jump in the quality up here. So, you know, I think there's, there's teams up here that uh, deserve a little more respect than they get, but, you know, that's earned. So if you go out and, and do it and play those top teams, that's going to naturally make you better and more prepared for the playoffs. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the stretch run of the season. Um, and to see how things go down in the playoffs and uh, just hope everybody had a great holiday and and best of luck to everyone in the new year.
1: All right. Well, Coach, thank you for taking your time out and I know we'll be talking to you during the playoffs. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. God bless you, Coach. Uh, You too. Happy New Year. (laughs) Bye-bye. everybody and welcome back to monday night football your voice for youth soccer and we're pleased to have cattle magnets assistant coach uh annie jones with us coach jones welcome to the show thank you all right it looks like y'all have had a pretty uh uh up and down year but you're on the top of it with a seven four and three record uh describe your season so far if you would
3: yeah so our our season has been one like you described it actually up and down you know we've had some Really great highs and then some unexpected uh, results from some games. But, I mean, this weekend we've really ended up with a high, um, so we're pretty excited to see, you know, our team starting to peak really at, at the right time.
1: Yeah, so uh, those games against Santa Mont Destrehan and West Washita look pretty convincing. Uh, who gave you the biggest um, challenge?
3: You know, I would say definitely West Washita. Um, I would have expected – Honestly, a little bit more from the South Louisiana teams, but, I mean, they put up a great fight. Um, they were both great teams, both St. Mont and Destrehan, but, I mean, our girls were ready for the challenge.
1: Okay, and um, and really, when it comes to your team, now Division Two um the power rankings are all messed up right as of right now <laughs> what, what do you think honestly coaches wise y- y'all think y'all stack right now one month uh, in, uh going to the playoffs with a month left going
3: you know i i saw the the power rankings that were listed um at number two right now just under neville um i'm feeling pretty good about that to be honest i know i know things are a little a little interesting right now um but we really do have a solid team i think we're going to be able to To really carry ourselves pretty far into the playoffs um, with with the group that we have. I mean, this weekend alone, we were missing um, four of our starters Um, and not just starters, but ladies that are on the field pretty much the entire game. And so we were able to to come down and win a tournament in South Louisiana without four of our main players. I mean, that, that says a lot for the depth of the team.
1: Uh, I think it speaks volumes. I think the, how teams participate, you know, between Christmas and New Year's will tell you a lot about what you're going to have at the end of the year. Yes. Uh, and that was a pretty impressive result. Who are your better players?
3: So, um, if you look at the stats, JJ is one that you got to watch just from the start. She scored five of our seven goals over the weekend. Um, she is a, a magician with the ball. If you watch her, I mean, she'll create something out of nothing. It's absolutely amazing to watch, and she's got speed for days. You can't catch her. Um, Kind of one of the the more quiet, underestimated players is Isla. Um, She's a junior. She's one of our uh, center mids, and, I mean, we call her the thief um, because she can just take the ball off anybody's foot without them noticing. And she's a very intelligent player, um, really high soccer IQ, very aware of what's going on. And just makes things happen sitting in that center mid position. Um, you know our, our back line has always been really strong. We've got um, three ladies that that pretty much hold the back. We've got Kelsey, who's our attacking. I'm sorry, Kelsey, who's our center defender. Ally, who was the defensive MVP last year, is our left back, and typically Merritt um, on the right back. I mean, they're just a solid group of ladies. I mean, we really don't have any any weak players, which is just amazing. Like I said, the depth on this team is incredible.
1: Uh, I tell you what—that's uh, that, it sounds like a, a recipe for success in your district. Who's going to give you the biggest challenge?
3: You know, sadly, our district is—you know—kind of a lot of teams that don't give us a lot of a lot of grief. Um, I wish we had more that we could really play regularly. Um, thankfully, teams like Loyola and Bird and um, Parkway—they do play us, and so since we're all up here together in Shreve, um, so we can have a good time. But um, North DeSoto, I think, is going to be kind of the 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 black horse that's going to come out of nowhere and um, really give us a challenge. We play them this week, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how we do.
1: All right, excellent. And uh, and and obviously, it looks like y'all are going to be going to the playoffs. who Who's the uh, who's the monkey on your back right now?
3: Oh man, I'll tell you what. Pretty much. I don't know. You know, we, we've played Mandeville. Um, I'd love to play them again. Um, see if we can really, really settle that score. Um, not just in playoffs, but just in general.
1: <laughs> um, okay, okay. Because yeah, they're anybody,
3: D1. You know? Right. Yeah, because they're Div one um, But, you know, I wish I wish I had one team that we really were just kind of watching. But, I mean, we're our focus is just going to be more on us. You know, it's not necessarily one team that we're really looking at playing and hoping to overcome. Um, we're we're focused on what we can do on the field, so bring it on, anybody.
1: Yeah, I tell you what, West Washington made a statement with y'all. I tell you, only losing one, nothing. So maybe they're the team you really got to keep your eyes on, uh, oh, looking for from sure. Far. And
3: that's, yeah, that's the second time this season already that it's just been a one-o game. So they're they're always a good challenge. We enjoy playing them.
1: All right, you have any messages for us down uh, south of I ten?
3: Well, you know, as much as I, I love South Louisiana, it was. It's very nice for North Louisiana team to come down and make a statement this weekend. So uh, don't count us out. That's my message for y'all. Don't count us out.
1: <laughs> you never will hear on this show. Thanks for taking <laughs> time out uh, to, to talk to us. And uh, um, you'll be able to hear us on our, on our show. And anyhow, I wish y'all the best of luck. And I hope that I'll be calling you, you again in the playoffs. Thank you. Sounds great. Y'all have a great one. All right. You too. Happy New Year. God bless you. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We're talking now to Cinnamon's head coach for the boys, Adrian Garcia. Coach, welcome to the show.
4: Hey, man, pleasure being here.
1: Well, look, so far you've had a pretty good uh, record, 11-2-0, against some great competition. Uh, what game stands out the most for you?
4: Uh, you know, I think, um, I, you know, I didn't do my kids a service uh, early in the season by starting off the year with uh, Catholic St. Paul and um and St. Uh, I'm sorry, Catholic St. Paul and Lafayette High, but I think those three—the experience we got from those three—definitely uh, will help us throughout the year.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know about you, but I feel like if you play great competition, it it requires you to either be great or to shut it down. You know. Um, yeah. What did those you know,
4: guys make you do? Was, The biggest with us was just getting, you know, maybe not worrying about the result as much, but getting little things from the game that we could use later. And fortunate, to you know, to win two of those three. But I, I think the main thing going in was getting the experience and getting finding little success in those games.
1: <clears throat> okay. Well, um, it looks like, uh, the team that gave you the most trouble might've been, uh, Denham Springs. I saw them uh, a couple of days ago. They look really strong. Okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Every year with us and them, it's a battle. And, and Chris does a great job of, uh, of getting his kids ready to play. And, uh, yeah, they are definitely, uh, a team to be reckoned with and, and and the same thing for us uh i'm just wondering this this year seems like it's uh it's, it's we're always missing somebody and whether it's uh with club soccer or odp or and showcases or you know ski trips uh we have yet to get our our, our 11 there and uh, that was another game where we were just missing kind of too many guys and i'd love to see him again you know full boat
1: yeah that aggravates me to, to, to no end too <laughs> i see one one game that you played uh um uh, uh, Bird are they as good as that tie that y'all had with them or, um... you know it
4: was it's was a, it a great game um, you know they were very organized uh, Gary's a friend of mine up there and I, I I appreciate so much from Bird that the birds willing to come down and play uh, whoever and they come down every chance they get whether a tournament or friendly and um, uh, you know it was it was a tough fought game and again 30 minute tournament halves and, and an organized team can do uh, can, can be troubled to break down
1: correct um so tell me about some of your better players
4: uh you know this year i think uh we, we lost eight starters from last year i oh. a pretty good team so uh you know we've we got a lot of inexperience but we've had some guys step it up i have a senior center back uh brody travo who's kind of been everything for us in terms of uh, you know the team leader and, and a leader on the field um midfield wise we're are really talented with uh Nick Gosha, senior and uh, junior, Alrick Aveny, and then up top we have all-state forward and Tyler Bridgewater, who uh, you know keeps us in almost any game.
1: Okay, and so in your district, who who's going to provide you the biggest threat? You think?
4: Oh, uh, you know, our district's tough. We have a uh, who I think is was one of the top uh, teams in the state with the with probably the best player in the state, uh, East Ascension, which is a huge rival with us. And then we added Central Lafourche, which, uh, they, you know, they've done so well in Division Two, and they're moving up to Division I. Um, I and mean, I think that those those three games right there will definitely be tough. See
1: say what, uh, they, they've really made some noise so far this year. And, uh, uh, and I, think, I think they're going to be a curveball. Did y'all have a chance to see them play yet?
4: No, we haven't. We unfortunately we've played them each year, uh, so we know a little bit about them. But they, I mean, they're always they're tough. They play hard. Uh, they make you work. And you know, if you don't capitalize on your on your chances early on, uh, you could be in for a long night.
1: Okay, so you have played St. Paul's now. Now that you got a yep. chance to get them on film, um, you think you'll be able to have a different result this year in the playoffs?
4: You know, they, they've knocked me out probably, I want to say, eight times
1: uh, in the last 10 years. It's crazy. So I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if having them on
4: film helps. Um, but, you know, I, it's just getting comfortable with them. And, and, and the biggest thing is our kids not being scared with the name. Um, you know, going in competing. Uh, this is the first time we've played them at, at home, which uh, I think it would be great for us if we could ever see them. If anybody could ever see them away from their field uh, in the playoffs. But uh, that's a tall task for anybody, not just, not just us
1: right i mean i've played in the pit before uh it had to affect them was it dry or did, did it rain before y'all played
4: it was dry now i probably should have done a better job of it. the sprinklers running a little longer than <laughs> they did but uh it was dry it was early in the season and um you know it took them a while to figure it out but um you know they got two goals in the second half and that pretty much did it
1: look i've heard good things about catholic and y'all handled them pretty well uh how did that game go
4: that was uh you know it was our first game of the season first for both of us, and. um you know, it's they're 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 the team that I would rather play first game than last game because I uh, you know they're just going to get stronger, and uh, their coach is outstanding, and they're going to get they're going to be a team that I could see make a good deep run uh, with the players they have, and then with the, with the coaching that they have.
1: Okay, and uh, once one school that I'm very curious about. Um, I developed a few of these kids is Wes Jefferson. Uh, was that a fluke uh, that they did? No, okay. no, no. We
4: were, we were missing uh, Tyler Bridgewater. He was at a, a showcase that game. And, you know, he's our, he's our leading scorer. And he's our kind of our main threat at top. But th- You know, that we played them a couple of years ago in the playoffs. And I tell you, uh, if you overlook them or you kind of, uh, kind of take them for granted, they will make you work because they had some fantastic players at top. They all played together. They worked hard, um, and I was I, – I, every time I see them, I walk away impressed with just their coaching, their, their organization, and then the skill that the kids have.
1: Okay. Well, I'll tell you, looking at your schedule – uh, you obviously are not playing the numbers game you're trying to get your kids as best as possible yeah. and 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 i hope that you are able to get to make another run this year and uh, I'll just say this uh, since you are on the air most of us coaches believe that you're one of the better coaches in the state period and uh and and so at least uh, don't let don't let the state championship. Uh, monkey uh, bug you too much. Okay. Cause right. you really, well, really have done it. a great job over there.
4: I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
1: Do you have any messages for everybody in the North or the, or the West uh, um, about soccer while you have the mic?
4: No, I mean, I, you know, I, I enjoy going to these tournaments and seeing, uh, you know, not just teams play, but meeting new coaches. And uh, you know, I encourage them to come out and I'll definitely do a home and home with anybody who wants to come and play at the pit. We'd love to go and uh, show our kids different parts of the state
1: last time I played the pit we played Jason Gary and I'll, I'll just leave it there okay yeah, no, we man. actually won but uh, no, it's, it's a game I'll never forget <laughs> well God bless you coach and I wish you the best I hope you're on the yeah, show no, during the yeah it'll new year alright you too alright All right. bye bye All right, everybody. Uh, we're here with Parkview Baptist Coach Roger Charkap. And, uh, Coach, welcome to the show, first of all.
0: Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: All right. And, uh, look, y'all have been having a dream season thus far. Uh, what are the highlights of the season uh, going into January?
0: Um, I mean, really, the... Just for the season, I'm just trying to get them to, you know, play a full 80 minutes consistently. I think that's kind of our main goal. I think if we can do those things, I can live with, you know, whatever the end result is at the end of the year. That's really what, you know, what we're, we've been training and trying to prepare to do game in and game out, no matter, you know, who our opponent is.
1: Okay, well, I tell you what, you've uh, done a good job of scheduling real tough, tough competition and and uh and i think that's going to pay off in the in the long run by far some of these teams that are really good you've scheduled twice uh, is that your philosophy or are you just play at random um i mean well i
0: know we're playing like we play edy we just happen to get them in a tournament so you know we scheduled them in the regular season we got them in a tournament um and then a couple other teams just here or there but yeah our, our philosophy is just it just kind of depends on the year you know uh thought we scheduled fairly light last year just because I wasn't sure the type of team that I was going to have and ended up, you know, we had a pretty good season and we got a lot of returning players this year. So, you know, we wanted wanted to know early uh, kind of where we were, you know, based on, you know, the opponents that we're going to play. So, you know, hey, are are we quite there yet? Are we not there yet? What do we need to work on? So I figured, you know, having that, having a fairly tough schedule was going to, you know, prepare us better for, you know, come playoff time.
1: Well, one, one score that really strikes out to me is Vanderbilt. I mean, uh, you know, they're a hot team right now. They've been moving up the power rankings, and you'll beat them 2-1, to one, even though it was at home. Uh, what kind of game was that?
0: Um, Vanderbilt is a very quality I mean, quality team, you know, quality program. Um, we happened to jump on them 2-0, and I think, you know, we just came out. We came out early. I don't know if they were expecting us to just go after them. You know, I'm sure they're used to kind of teams kind of sitting back a little bit, and we just were like, hey you know, let's, let's go after them and see what happens, and then we'll make the adjustments from there, and then we were fortunate to score early. Like, I think it was within, like, the first two minutes. Um, and then, you know, we happened, I thought, you know, the, the, they kind of started, as the game progressed, they kind of, you know, started um, still in their will a little bit, but we, you know, we fended off. The last the last 12 minutes was just us fighting for our lives and trying to hold that lead, and they, they got one, I think, maybe 12 minutes left in the game, and then we just fended them off for the last... 12 minutes, but uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're a solid team, you know, no true weakness. I so think we just kind of caught up by surprise early and, you know, we're able to get two, and then just kind of hold off for the, for the game. But definitely it was, it was a good game for sure. You know, it was definitely a playoff type atmosphere, you know, or told the boys, I was like, you know, this is, this is what you're going to be expecting to see, you know, in the playoffs later on. And, We've got to. We've got to just play a full eighty minutes, like we talked about. We we did for the majority of it. We were able to come away victorious, but they're they're a quality side for sure.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, and I tell you what, we're going to have to all you know in Division Three. They're going to be uh, one of the humps you got to go over. University, I think, is another one, and uh, and so uh, you got a chance to get some good experience this weekend and get some good scouting in uh, at the St. Michael's tournament. Um, Who do you think is going to give you the biggest? uh, Who gives you who keeps you up at night the most? Uh,
0: Our next opponent, really, it's just any team that we play next. I'm just hoping. You know, I'm just hoping that we, we can put it together, and that's really, but, I mean, normally the, you know, the, the cream of the crop in our district is you high. You know, we have to play them every year, which, you know, that, that's that's a good gauge for us because it kind of lets us know, hey, are we are we far from competing? Are we close? You know, how close are we? What do we need to work on? Um, you know, last year we, we played them. They beat us 2-0, but it was a, it was a very tight game, and it kind of let us know that, hey, you know, we, we have a pretty good pretty good squad. And then I think, you know, with the majority of the kids coming back, I think they, you know, they figured that we're going to be even better and just more – they're more excited about the year as well this season.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, kind of brag a little bit about some of your players.
0: Um, my, my, my leading goal scorer is Andrew Oakland. Uh, you know, he scored, I think, 28 for us last year, missed seven seven games um you know this year with a tougher schedule he's at 14 right now and we're 13 games in um and I, we just you know i have a midfielder miles miles doherty kind of runs the show for us uh last year he played as an attacking mid we kind of moved him a little bit more of a defensive role just uh, but i mean he's he's a it doesn't really matter what label he's a midfielder he's just box to box you know runs works hard um my center back uh his name is Brendan Hayes. He goes by Bear He's you a know, smaller kid, but he just reads the game so well. And this kid has not hasn't grown up playing club ball or anything. He just just from, you know, playing middle school for us and high school. Uh, I don't know I don't know what he does, but he I mean, this kid reads the game phenomenally. And he's never really caught out of position, never really, you know, makes makes bad bad reads. And so we're kinda we're kinda strong up the middle. I guess, and then the rest of the teams just, you know, I think they're, you know, athletic role players and you know how it is, you know, when you have players that understand the role, that's that's huge. You know, they never make themselves above the team. It's just, hey, this is what I'm here to do. I'm gonna do it. And, you know, it ends up it ends up helping helping us in the long run.
1: All right. Excellent. Okay, so you're up in the Baton Rouge area. You got any messages for any of us down to south or up north?
0: Um, we just, just keep playing soccer. You know, I I like just, you know, I like traveling to different cities and just, it's just different styles of, of play all around. And I think that's been good for us. If you've seen our schedule, you know, we scheduled, you know, teams in Lafayette, teams in New Orleans, teams in Baton Rouge, um, you know, some Covington teams. And it's just us being able to see different styles and prepare for different styles and, said you know the the, mo- the more you can see the, the more you can prepare your team it, i think it's just going to be you know like i said better you know better in the long run that's what you know that's what those those top dogs do and you know like i told the boys if we want to get there that's what we need to do as well and you know we have we have it like you said we know with the u high we have a u high in our district it's pretty easy just model you know try to model what what they do as a team and hopefully you know good things will good things will come from that
1: um you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to, uh, but I like to travel all around uh, as much as my budget will let me to also expose to the, the uh, players to the different styles of refereeing that are out there. Do you find that they're different uh, from Lake Charles to Baton Rouge to New Orleans to uh, to the North areas, or or do you find them pretty consistent?
0: Um, I think. I mean, obviously, every the referees are going to be a little bit different just because the style of soccer they're used to seeing you know, it's just everywhere. I mean, just with club ball as well, just wherever you travel, I think it's just different styles. Every every city, every club's kind of, you know, responsible for a different style. So I think it's, you know, some some refs like it, they like the game a little bit more physical, so they're going to let a little, you know, some things go. Some are a little bit more finesse. So, um, I mean, even in Baton Rouge, you get, just depending on the the center that you get, it's just depending on, you know, what type of soccer they, they enjoy, it's just, you know, how they're going to rough the game. And, you know, like I always say, it's as long as the ref isn't really noticed at the end of the game, I thought they've done a good job. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you're in that same boat as well. You know, they just go out there and just, and just make the calls and, you know, let the kids play. I'd rather them let them play a little bit more than, you know, call these little, you know, ticky-tack fouls. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, you can you can live with the result as long as, you know, you felt the, you know, the referee just managed the game fairly well. That's all I'm looking for him to do. But, yeah, it's different. It's different throughout, throughout the region for sure, or the, the state, I guess.
1: Okay, and we'll have a special filter so that way the referees can't hear that answer. Uh, <laughs> but of course, they know the truth too. I talked to them. I try, You know, we were here to promote them too. Without them, we don't have we don't have anything. Oh, absolutely so, right. So, look, coach. I hope we're on the show again in the future. It looks like y'all are definitely on track to do that. Um, and um, who knows, we might run into each other in the playoffs. I hope. I hope uh, we both get there. All right, Coach, I appreciate it, and good luck to your boys as well. All right, happy new year, and God bless you. Right, you too, thanks. All right, bye-bye. All hey right, everybody, uh, that was Coach Roger, and uh, his team is uh, poised and ready to go. I, I saw them around and about the St. Michael tournament this weekend, and, and uh, they are a tough out, especially if you play them at home. I had a chance to do that last year. This year not didn't get that opportunity. But uh but I guarantee you if they're a team that you don't scout first, um, you're gonna you're gonna get taken aback by them. Uh and they are hungry to get that star, uh, to get that state championship. And uh I think they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Well, look, y'all, I hope you're having as much fun as I've been having. Um, relatively speaking, I mean playing hard teams really pushes you to the max and the The holidays really uh, uh is a, it's a tough time because a lot sometimes kids just really have to go with their families and you want them to put family first and all and, and you have to work around that and and uh, I definitely have had to do that this this go round and uh you know when you're in division three, like I am uh one player makes a world of difference, you know so. Uh, I know you. we've been all in, in the trenches together, and uh, let's just keep fighting the fight. Now the district is rolling around. Most people now are refocusing on the district championships. And uh, just a reminder to the average listener, no matter what your power ranking is, if you're first place in your district, you could be, you know— 3-20, and 20, and you'll go to the playoffs. You might be the bottom seed, but you still go to the playoffs if you're the first-place team in your district. So district games really, really matter, and you're going to notice that the uh, the level of play is actually going to go up some more. So the intensity and whatnot, I'd rather the quality of play get better, uh, but my experience in the last couple of uh, weeks is seeing that, for in the boys' game anyway, the speed of play i think it and the power of the play is 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 uh winning out uh, over quality i think when it comes to the girls game uh, i've been seeing all all sorts of, of of soccer i mean from from extremely slow and calculated to physical and quick and uh, I'm new to the girls' game as a coach. I'm not to the girls' news to the girls' game as a um, you know as a soccer person, but I, I have seen both ends of the spectrum, and I do see though that the the higher the, the soccer IQ is with the girls' team, and the better the skill level. Of course, uh, you would say that with the boys as well, but but really, uh, pedigree really comes through when it comes to the girls. You could tell the girls who are club players who know how to set up. Uh, players to dribble around them and also know how to get shots on target and not shoot hopefully and and they shoot directly you know so um uh, year in year out the the cream rises to the top but there's still some time to churn the butter if you know what I'm talking about and I'm going to keep churning over here on my end as I'm sure you are on your end well that's going to do it for uh, the New Year's edition of Monday Night Football Uh, and we'll come back next week and kind of get you up to speed as to how the power rankings are flying with district competition now into the, into the, um, to the rankings. Anyhow, God, God bless you and your family, carpet diem in Christ. And hopefully we'll see you next year. God willing, um, on Monday night football, your voice for youth soccer. This is coach Alan DeRitter. You can get in touch with us at MNFUTBOL on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, if you want to, uh, take care. Bye-bye.